Welcome to B-Movies and E-Books. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And we got Anthony Trevino <laughs> back with us. Yeah, thanks for letting me hijack your podcast this evening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we were on a uh, group chat, just so people know. We were on a group chat, and, like, last minute, uh, Anthony Why do they care about our came business? On. Well, I just want to explain that he, that's the reason he didn't read the book. Also, I don't know, Anthony, would you yeah. read a book, a non uh, a non R.L. Stein book if we wanted? Yeah. You, you too? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read non-Goosebumps books. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, what? We got, we got ourselves a scholar. I read that. Uh, I, I read that their uh, horror store Brady Hendrix book. Oh, okay. Which I believe was his first. Zai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people uh, hail that book. Um, I don't. I don't know if it was the novelty or what, but it, for some reason I couldn't. Like I flipped through it and couldn't get into it at the bookstore, but I think it's just because it looked like you know the way it looked, like the IKEA catalog and all that. And so I couldn't get into this because I hated the way it looked. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. I literally judged this book by its cover. Yeah, but the inside <laughs> was like it too. But I don't I know, know. I'm just saying. But paperbacks from yeah. hell is amazing. Is it? So what is that book? I actually have never read it. I have like no idea what it actually is. Is it just cataloging yeah. cool books with cool covers or what? Yeah, it kind of... Does he talk yeah. about them? Mm-hmm. Reviews? Okay. Yeah, he goes through like little... Uh, I think Brian <laughs> maybe whipping his copy out, yeah. Well, Brian, the chroma key yeah. just <laughs> completely uh, blacked it out. So there's like, it's not showing yeah. anything, Brian. There's like it's just blank. It oh looks like God. you're holding nothingness. <laughs> Brian's holding a dove. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like a the physical embodiment of nihilism. No. My hands. No, no, like it's just, <laughs> it's not showing yeah. anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's just like it's got like it's got little <laughs> excerpts and stuff about it and some history and and things like that. Yeah, it's okay. super cool. Like if yeah. you just like. It's mostly just talking about how shitty these books were back in the day, but like shitty fun, like oh, yeah, it holds them in reverence, but doesn't make like at the same time will be straight up like these books. There were most of the book sucks, but this <laughs> you know like I don't know it, like goosebumps. Yeah, kind of like goosebumps. How we'll shit of shit on it all day, but at the end of the day, I'm still interested in any goosebump adaptation. I mean, this is this is why we. This is why we did that Crabs book. That is true. Oh, the, the, the Guy in Smith book? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got me this book, and I was flipping through it, and I was like, holy Jesus, we have to do this book. God, I <laughs> wish we should do some more Crabs books, because that that book was so fucking fun. It was, it was a lot more fun than I ever would have figured that it would be. But <laughs> It was amazing. Have you read any of those, Anthony? Uh, the Crab books? No. Yeah. Yeah, like at least the one that we read, it would just be like it would introduce random characters, and then it'd be like, but then the crabs came, <laughs> and then like <laughs> the crabs would just like cut their arms off and stuff. Yeah, and it, like <laughs> literally, like just over and over and over, would just introduce these two random characters, and it, it literally would be like, and the crabs are here, <laughs> like just over and over. <laughs> It was so good. Did you guys ever ever read those Clickers books that came out? Like the uh, God, what's his name? The Brian Keane, Brian Keane, Zala's book. Uh, yeah. No, no, I know of them. I know I read that, the first. One. Yeah, is that how these are? Like, or is that how those are? Kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of. It's basically just killer crab shit, but it's not bad. It's fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that they're doing like a uh, what is it? Clickers forever. And it's like an anthology uh, written by just a shitload of people yeah. of clicker stories. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think I think, yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, you guys do anything uh, cool this week? See anything good this week? This week it's Monday, Crane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, did y'all watch Batman? <laughs> What? What a segue! Was it Batman? <laughs> Who, man? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts on Batman? Loved it. Anything loved we didn't it. cover in the text? All right. Just three loved it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty good for me. I think it's a really nice middle ground between like the Tim Burton Batman movies and the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. It feels like it, mm-hmm. it totally is in between those two movies. And I really like that about it. Yeah, I I honestly think it's my favorite since Batman Returns, and probably potentially in the running for my favorite Batman overall. I hate to be that guy, the newest thing, being like, "Hell yeah, it's the best." But no, I I, I mean, like, as far as like, are you saying Robert Pattinson's your favorite Batman, um, or the movie is your favorite Batman movie? Uh, I would say that. Well, he he's in the running. Like surprisingly, he did a he, damn good job. He was a really good Batman. There wasn't a lot of Bruce, Bruce Wayne stuff in it. Like we didn't get to see Playboy yeah. Bruce Wayne at all. Well, I don't think he's at that point in his career yet. You know what I mean? Like cuz he's still at the point where he thinks that the only good he can do is as Batman, right? And then things may or may not change by the end of the movie and then um you know, maybe he realizes that he can do good as like, you know, playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne. Also, yeah. so I just don't, I just don't think we've seen it yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Did y'all go down that rabbit no. hole of the uh, thing at the end? Like, you know, stay for oh it was over and then oh with, like a with URL. the URL. Yeah, no, cipher. I did not. Yeah, I mean, like, no. Uh, <laughs> what is this Cloverfield? I'm sorry. What? I'm too lazy to solve riddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of a, a riddle. How do you feel about? How did you guys feel about that Joker? That Joker? Uh, he looked weird. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I kind of wish they wouldn't. I kind of wish they wouldn't have done it. Um, Agreed. But I I understand why though, because like Matt Reeves has said that he wanted it to feel like there were already other villains and stuff in the in the world, right? Like he wanted the world to feel more lived in than like Batman Begins, where it's like literally his first day out. You know what I mean? Right. Because um, at this point, he's supposed to have been Batman for like two years already. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I can understand why they did it. I kind of wish it would have been like Hugo Strange instead or something. Um, you know, like, because that would have made sense too. Because, like, it could have just been him coming to, like, interview the Riddler. But I don't know. Yeah. I was hoping for, like, maybe Calendar Man or just something different than, like, the Joker. Yeah. But would it have been Sean Gunn again as Calendar Man? I got I as much as I love the suicide squad, I'm not sure that's the the calendar man I needed. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah. I don't know. Overall though, I, I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. So. I yeah, no, it's great. I I I really, really, really liked it. I don't know I guess I would give it a five out of five. There's not many things that I would, but I think I would. I don't know. Because yeah. I can't think of anything that Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there hadn't been many. But yeah, like, uh, like, because there's nothing that I would have changed about it. And it was uh, refreshing, like, tonally way different than a lot of the uh, comic book movies that we've seen recently. So, yeah. Yeah, Batman had to actually sit down and solve a mystery <laughs> instead of just punching yeah. his way out of it. Oh, that would have sucked. Well, uh, Do y'all have, like, have y'all played any, like, those interactive movies? Like, what if it made you solve the fucking riddles, like, to go oh my further God. in the movie? Like, in the movie theater with I mean, all these like- other motherfuckers? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, like, you know, the riddlers were that hard. The cypher ones? <laughs> they were pretty easy. Oh. Yeah. I was talking about the ciphers. But yeah. I did appreciate, though, that, like, it wasn't like how we have seen Batman do detective work in the past, like, on film, you know, where it's like Batman 66, 
you know, he would have like gotten that written like the the cipher and like put it in a slot in the back computer, and then the back computer would have just spit out the right answer. You know what I mean? I do. That's like how it worked. I do wish that some of the Riddler's riddles were like Batman sixty six though, where it you know like had nothing. The answers had nothing to do with it, but he and Robin would just go back and forth till they got there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, those leaps of logic. Yes, yes, I do. I wish they had at least done one somehow. But I mean, I guess that uh, there was one that was kind of like that. The one that kind of uh, the El Rata, whatever. Yeah, it took a while to get there. But well, <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Uh, did y'all get that? Spoiler: uh, The movie wasn't <laughs> over in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did y'all get that uh nope trailer in front of y'all uh, y- your movie oh yeah like the longer one yeah. yeah dude i'm so pumped about that yeah it looks pretty crazy I'm- i mean well hold on there's not much in the in the preview <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> but it's like it looks crazy and it's like well, what looks crazy there was some wind you know what well, I mean? people blew up to the sky yeah. Wait, I thought I yeah. saw a spaceship at the end of that trailer or something. It, I think there might have been. I think it's aliens, right? Because yeah, that cloud is like is it... perfectly obscuring something. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope it's not aliens. After all this, I hope none of that shit's it's used just... in the movie. <laughs> you remember how like Deadpool two did? Different movie? Yeah, you remember how yeah. like Deadpool two did all the fighting scene scenes with? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shatterstar and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they just die. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that like I'm super pumped for Nope because I'm also one of the few people who liked Us. <laughs> you know, because everybody liked Get Out, right? But yeah. I liked Us. Yeah. Right. So I'm pumped. I I honestly I couldn't remember like the last week I couldn't remember the name of the, that movie to save my life like it's like you know the movie where there were the there were the clones and then the underground thing and like my coworkers like uh, there's a bunch of rabbits yeah I was like you know Jordan Peele did it and he's like oh get out and I was like no it wouldn't get out but there were these <laughs> clones and, there were the, and he's like uh no I don't but <laughs> yeah uh but that that one does look really good. Um, there was something else. Oh, did y'all watch Fresh on Hulu? No, I've been meaning to. I haven't watched a whole lot lately. Yeah. Yeah, it it was really good. Like, well, I think my expectations were so low that it was really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know anything (laughs) about it, like, at all going in. And so, I will say, without giving it up... It seems like it's one movie and then it turns... Like, do y'all know anything about it? I have no idea what it is. I would say go in it blind. But but I will say it gives you a From Dusk to Dawn-esque turn. Oh, okay. You know, like... Okay. Like, it's not vampires. But it takes a long time yeah, to Yeah, I get know. The, I know what you're saying. It's like a... And you'll know where it takes the tone. Yeah, you'll know where it takes the tone (laughs) because it doesn't flash the title card until that point, and it's like 35 (laughs) minutes in. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Now I'm kind of curious. I think when we're done here, I might just go watch it then because I'm way behind on movies. It's not horror, and I'm not going to. It's not a five star must see movie, but for a Hulu original, it's pretty damn good. It's got the dude, uh, Sebastian Stan, in it. Uh, Hmm. You know, Bucky. He's a really good actor. Yeah, I've heard he's really good in what is it, Pam and Tommy? That yeah, he, like he was really good in Devil All the Time too. Oh yeah, he was in that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that movie was crazy. That's a bleak movie. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Toe tap. Should do like a triple feature <laughs> that and like. The road and like Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> well, what do we do? All just just commit group suicide at the end, Brian. Yeah. Top, top <laughs> it all off with Salo. <laughs> like, oh my and god! We'll, watch, we'll, we'll, we'll get up in the morning and watch Antichrist. <laughs> Follow that with <laughs> Martyrs in a Serbian film. Oh no! And inside. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, inside, I will stand by. It's going to be a fun weekend. Inside, (laughs) A, right now, it's a good segue because that's on streaming right now. I just hit streaming for the first time Mm -hmm. in a long time. It's on Shudder. Along with most of the, not most, but most of the big titles of the French extreme from the early 2000 horror movies. Um, But yeah, Inside is so good. I think I may watch it. Have you ever seen it, Brian? No, this whole time I've actually been thinking that uh, you were talking about Inside Out. And I was like, whoa, why would that be in the the horrible, depressing movies section? And then I remembered the part where, like, her imaginary friend dies. What? And I'm like, What's oh, Inside yeah, Out? Oh, oh, like the Pixar Inside movie? Out, the, the Disney movie? <laughs> yeah, the French Extreme. They really got... <laughs> Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was like because like it was before you mentioned it was uh, uh, the the French extreme horror movies or whatever, and so I was like, is he just wanted in the in our weird movie marathon just because of that one scene? No, so like the but, plot of yeah. of Inside uh, is just like uh, it's a real real basic plot, and it is there's a pregnant woman, and then there is a. Mm-hmm. Crazy woman outside her house with scissors that wants her baby. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really basic plot. Really, like, fantastic execution. Me and my dad. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> me and my dad were watching it one day, and Robbie came over, and he was like, it, like, we were way into it. Like, we were starting to get real brutal. And Robbie was this, he was my neighbor growing up. So was Brian. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he comes over and he's like, uh, the hell are you guys watching? <laughs> like, cause it was just like way, way dark. And both me and my dad were like, just like on edge, you know? But yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, now that those are on streaming, dude, we should cover that. I hadn't watched it in 10 years. Let's do it. Great movie. Yeah. That'd be cool. What if we rewatch it and it sucks? I mean, I rewatched it <laughs> maybe life. a couple years ago because I, I own it. So, like, still for me, it still holds up. Yeah. You know what didn't? Uh, it still holds up decent, but not anywhere near as good as uh, when I first saw it. Uh, high tension. Like, <sighs> uh, yeah. That movie, I don't, I don't like the ending of that movie, so it's never held up that well for me. I love... All the way up until the twist. And then I'm like, man, fuck this movie. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> which is how I felt about us, which in the last two minutes, I was like, this movie just spit in my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I once, it, once it even hinted at the slightest bit of sci-fi, I was out. <laughs> I was like, no. No, I've been lied to. Um, but... Uh, I mean, not like it ever got like Dune or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, no, it didn't get very. <laughs> All right, well, you guys want to get into Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <sighs> sure. All right, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> And we're back with 2022's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, directed by David Blue Garcia. After nearly 50 years of hiding, her face returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. That's it. That's the synopsis. Yeah. (laughs) I have some controversial opinions about this movie. God, I hope you love it. I hope you love it because I thought this movie yeah, con- sucked. Controversial. <laughs> right right out of the gate. I, I did like it a lot, actually. Did you, did you really? <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. All right. And I know, like, we didn't. Okay, go ahead. No, no. Well, I will say if this wasn't Texas Chainsaw and was just a random slasher movie, I would think it'd be run of the mill, bordering okay. But because it changed literally everything, all everything that made Texas Chainsaw Massacre good, it bombed me out. But yeah, I digress. I mean, I don't know. Like, I recently watched the the original one, and I don't think it was honestly that too far off. 
to to be honest with you. I mean, not like in quality. I mean, like in content, like what happened, like storyline and plot and stuff. You get kind of a a bunch of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Unlikable characters strolling into a small Texas town. Hey, Sally wouldn't get chainsawed to death. Huh? I said Sally wasn't unlikable in the original. No, I did, okay. I, I I know, but I mean, none of them were great. <laughs> you know? No, 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 they weren't. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. And I don't know. And and so I don't think like as far as overall tone and stuff, it was that far off. You know, or out of the wheelhouse of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. See. <sighs> I do. I think it, it. So the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though it gets billed as like brutal or whatever, like there was barely any blood in it. There yeah, and there's like four kills. And like he w- wasn't ever present. Like you know, like I don't yeah. know. Like he was around the corners and shit, and like he'd pop out. He did and do that stuff. in this one. Yeah, but he also every was like, time they would be like oh, and run away. And then, like, two minutes later, he'd pop out from around the corner and chainsaw somebody. But also, he looked like <laughs> one of the monsters from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Like, he looks so stupid in this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because the face wasn't all, like, actually leathered. It was a brand new face. Wait, How spoiler are we going to get with this? Super spoiler because it doesn't matter? I mean, Anthony, what, what's I mean, your it thoughts was like on his- this? <laughs> I think he's dumbfounded that I liked it. <laughs> I, I I fucking hated this movie. I I I was actually angrier by the end of it than I thought I would be, mostly because it seemed so lazy. It, uh-huh. it, and the problem I have with this movie is the same problem I have with Scream Five. The same problem I have with Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's it that like it wants someone to be- hates requels. I, I hate that. I hate that term. It, it wants to be two different movies. It feels like it wants to be two different movies. Like, do you want to be a new story for modern audiences, or do you want to give a bunch of fan service to you know the old school fans? And it feels like it just runs the middle of the road and tries to be both, and it just sucks. It's like. It's like, you ever make a sandwich as a kid and you're like, I'm going to put all this stuff on there. Hell yeah, peanut butter, then some ketchup. And you know what? Why not put jalapenos in this motherfucker and then, you know, stuff it with horseradish or something. That's what this movie feels like. A sandwich made by children. So you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> I, I I agree with you there, but I, I still like, you know, that kind of sandwich. So. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is that it, it felt like they watched Halloween 2018 and we're like, well, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And, and then we'll, we'll pile that on. But everybody's just so unlikable and forgettable. And even though the kills are, you know, brutal, I don't, <laughs> I don't care about any of the stuff that happens. It all has this ugly sepia tone color palette. That's it, it, <laughs> is it? I'm not. Was and it, and <laughs> it, it, go ahead, Greg. Nothing. Like, the screen froze on an extended shot of your cat's butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> it jumped right in front of the the thing, and it was just anyway. That, yeah. <laughs> but now that you're back on Skype, <laughs> not your. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the perfect Texas Chainsaw sequel already exists, and it's Texas Chainsaw Two. I, so I do love Texas Chainsaw Two. I never saw Leatherface See, though. How is this dude almost I, I eight had... years old and he's throwing chainsaws like he's Captain Boomerang? Yeah. I I hate him. I hate it. <laughs> I I don't agree with you on the fan service thing. Yeah. I think like there there was a statement about fan service being bullshit about it. Because the whole idea of bringing Sally back as like some mm-hmm. badass chick, right? And then just mm-hmm. immediately slaughtering her. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that yeah. was a state. I think that was a statement against like, um, you know, bringing old characters back to like get vengeance or whatever. Because I mean, it didn't work. You know, so I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know. 
Okay. No, I, I feel like... I mean, like, I liked this, uh, uh, like, way better than the new Scream. Like, what? honestly. Oh, dude. Yeah. Smoking crap. I did. <laughs> because I feel like the new Scream was nothing but fan service. I agree. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ugh. I loved it. But, yeah. I, I can't wear any of these movies. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I I don't know, like. <laughs> oh, Brian, he spends the whole movie wandering around with that RB sandwich mask, <laughs> and, and it's, I just I don't understand it. It felt like barely a movie. Yeah, well, it, it, yeah, okay. I mean, the original feels like barely a movie. Yeah. But the original felt like it has personality. It has tone. It it, it you know it's it's sleazy. It's sweaty. The yeah. cinematography is, is grainy. It was made for like forty dollars. Yeah, they should. That's made what makes it so great. That's what they should have done. I, I understand. No, I I actually I actually like Texas Chainsaw is actually like one of my favorites from the from that area. Like I you know like people talk about uh, you know Friday the Thirteenth and like Halloween and stuff like that, and it's like I don't know like. For whatever reason, I never really got into them. I like the original Chainsaw to me was like way scarier, right? And it just like felt way more brutal and stuff. So it's like I'm not knocking the original. I'm just saying like, you know, you can't hold it on a pedestal or anything either, just because it's like, you know, a movie from 1974 or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I I feel like there's a lot of uh. I feel like nostalgia taints a lot of people's opinions on a lot of things, right? I, and, I don't know. No, I, my my. No, I like this controversial opinion. Go ahead, well, Mike. my qualm with it had less to do with like. All right, so I like Texas Chainsaw, uh, and I like just like I like Halloween. Now I love mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth. And the original Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, I, and Scream. I, yeah. I love those movies. But I like these, you know, I like it. I don't really feel like it was nostalgia that ruined it for me. But I see what you're saying. But uh, I, to me, it was just too paint by numbers. Like, there was no, there was nothing in this plot that did anything. Anything. I, I'm. I will say. You know. You pointing out that you know Sally. There's a big lead up, and then Sally just gets like fucking sawed. Well, I mean, <laughs> but uh, like honestly, everybody that you think is going to be like, you know, y- you think that what's his face Richter or whatever is also going to like do something. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like you know, like I feel like there's a lot of kind of subversion of expectations, right? Because a lot of a lot of horror movies today somebody wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> like there there's a there's an outcome that's, you know, a net positive. I did and like the, the final shot, but not- Yeah. And, and <laughs> this one I think was such like a departure from that. That I honestly kind of felt like it was a little bit of a breath breath of fresh air. Okay, you know it was. What, eh. What's interesting <laughs> is I love the Friday the Thirteenth movies, and the things that I love about them is what I didn't like about this. And they're all they're all just like dumb. You don't give a shit about the characters. You want to just see crazy like dumb kills. Yeah. You know, like. But this, I didn't. I just didn't get into. I understand why people would. In terms of special effects, like it had a lot of gory, gross shit in it. It, I think it just didn't. Okay, I don't think it pushed the franchise forward in any way, and possibly retracted from it. Maybe that's not bad, but I don't know. It just didn't. I didn't. I didn't loathe this movie. I just didn't like it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I was just kind of excited to see another group of kids 
who most of them I hated, <laughs> just get chainsawed to death. I mean, like I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a simple man, <laughs> and, and that's, that that did it for me. So yeah, and I get it, and I think that to an extent. I am also a simple man in that regard, and sometimes a good chainsawing is great. But it just, in a lot of aspects, in a lot of ways, it felt like the movie was trying to set up more interesting characters, and it just came across feeling really lazy. Like the younger, the younger character who like survived a school shooting, and her whole arc is you know shooting Leatherface. It just, I don't know, it just it all, <laughs> even that didn't work out. <laughs> it, it all felt. Well, it all just felt so kind of like, and eh, we threw it, we threw the script together. But I, I kind of agree with your state. I, I agree with your statement about it being a statement against nostalgia. Yeah, I just don't. I, I just I don't really know if it was. worked. I just don't think it worked for me. It did. You know, like why? It definitely. Why not just have a different movie? It wasn't the worst Texas Chainsaw. Uh, that I've seen, like it, it oh, wasn't. Which one's the one with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, that one sucks. A new beginning. <laughs> Next generation. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I'll take next generation over this one. Really? Uh, yeah. I could. I could. Re- I mean, at least I think at least Leatherface wasn't just squealing like a pig the whole time. <laughs> the but but see, Matthew McConaughey's robot leg makes up the rest of that movie. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Yeah, he's a total fucking robot. Like, <laughs> I, I think the worst Texas Chainsaw is actually the the Texas Chainsaw prequel with. Uh, um, do you guys remember that with like yes. Charlie Ermy? Yeah, awesome. I, I saw that one. All I remember, like, and I remember, you know, I didn't hate when it came out. I didn't remember liking it, but I didn't hate it. The the Platinum Dunes one with Jessica Bill. Like, oh, the remake. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was all right. It was grimier than this one, but still had, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, all I remember about that prequel is something about him decap or not decapitating, cutting the legs off somebody. It was the grandpa or something. He cuts yeah. the leg off and then he made like one longer and then he had to trim it back again. <laughs> am, I, am I making that up? Anyway, I, I don't know. But... Uh, that's like all I remember. The only thing you remember, but it could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Brian loved it. Top five of twenty twenty two yet. <laughs> <laughs> so far it goes: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Batman. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I just don't think I think I think it does subvert expectations, but I also just wanted it to be a movie and it didn't feel like a movie. It just felt like a bunch of scenes hobbled together that they shot on a back lot and gave it this weak ass story where Leatherface is making his John Wick comeback after his mom dies. <laughs> like what? What is happening in this movie? You know, Leatherface punches through the wall, gets his chainsaw, gets his fucking gold coins, and... <laughs> huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I... I so what about... I what about the... What about the, the whole, like, Leatherface can't, like, killing all those people on the on the bus? How did you guys feel about, about that scene? It? I enjoyed it. That that was, was like awesome. the highlight of the movie. <laughs> Watch out, he's gonna get canceled. <laughs> okay, I will say that I hated that. Yeah, and like see, I, them I like doing. That. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I that's exactly what that. they probably would have done in that situation. They probably. were a bunch of like you know, I don't know how to describe them, but they were like they were they were buying a town. Like how pretentious is that? Like to to go in and and just like oh nobody's using this town so we're just gonna buy it all. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was a real town. I looked it up. You know, Harlow, Texas. Is it not for town sale? More. <laughs> no, somebody bought it. <laughs> no, well, it was over I over like by Dallas. Con- I like the concept. I just just felt like the execution was real bad. Yeah. 
Craig seems so over this talk about Texas Chainsaw now. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I just... I think no. he's conflicted. I think I, I, I'm swaying him. No, no. I mean, it's some. It's a. Hey, it could probably grow on me. It was a mindless, dumb slasher, but it, just for a Texas Chainsaw movie, it kind of sucked. But at the same time, I think that there's more of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you just hear those three words, this movie that wasn't was a letdown. Movie. Yeah, and, and even more than the original, there was a lot more chainsawing. But yeah, more people died in the original one. But, one was okay. a meat hook. That wasn't even a chainsaw. Some of the things that made the original <laughs> great was the family. Like, yeah. the family. The fact that they went kind of psychological torture with her. Like, you know, like how they had her at the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff made the original so, like, I, I don't know about y'all, but I thought that that was a, a more uncomfortable part than anything, that dinner table scene. And oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And this this movie didn't have that. It did have a lot of just I'm gonna just kill everyone with a chainsaw moments. You well, know? it did kind of feel like Eli Roth's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I could see that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about Eli Roth, but, but you know, I, I actually <laughs> I don't know. I like Cabin Fever a lot. I understand people hate it. But um, I like that, and I like Hostel One. But I, but he ushered in. See, I kind of liked Hostel Two more. But I didn't hate Hostel Two. I enjoyed it. I've just seen Hostel One a lot more because I. Yeah. I only had probably forty DVDs then, and that one was one of the only ones with a lot of extras. So I watched it with like every commentary and like all the making of. Now I don't have time for that shit. I'm lucky if I open the movie and watch the movie, you know? But yeah. at the time. Yeah. So I don't know. Um So, alright, out of five. What are you guys giving it? Go, bro. Oh, oh I'm gonna go three and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you didn't love it. I mean, <laughs> Well, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm over here being like, eh, kind of suck, blah blah blah. I mean, I'm giving it a two and a half. Middle of the That's road. average. Like, yeah. I mean, it was a letdown because I thought I was so excited to see a good Texas Chainsaw, and that was the thing. Like, it was middle of the road. I would watch it again. Not like preferred to watch it, but it, like put it on the background and do some other shit. It could I could listen to the sounds while I'm building a table or something. <laughs> Yo, you just listen to screaming. Chainsaw <laughs> 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 noises. Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's my workout jam. Anthony, out of five, what are you giving it? <laughs> uh half a star. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm gonna give it exactly what I gave it on Letterbox, which was half a star. <laughs> you know what? And I it, think that's I, the lowest anything's any, anybody's ever given anything on our show. Is it? Um, I don't know. I feel like a guest might have given something a zero once. Um, but I don't know. It might I, be. I, I agree with what Brian's like what Brian said about it, and I think that that definitely, when seen through that lens, I get it. And maybe if I had had that mindset going into it, I probably would have had a better time. But instead, I just sat there in misery and complained to my buddy the whole time that I watched it with. Like I was looking over the TV, going, "You fucking believe this guy?" Fucking <laughs> <laughs> chainsaws like it's shot put. Get out of here. There were a lot of moments I laughed out loud. Like a lot, almost like a cop. Guys, am I okay? <laughs> no, there was there was like a lot of shit that I found funny about it, including the last shot. The last shot, I enjoyed. I, I With the great. electric car driving away by itself, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And it was just so like good. the end of the yeah, yeah. Do you guys think spin. that? Do you guys think that Texas, that Texas Chainsaw is like? Kind of sticking its middle finger up at like cancel culture. I could see it having a uh, 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 tough guy slant to it. You know what I'm like saying? A like bro-y slant. not even broy, just like these fucking kids in there. You know, 
<laughs> They're sex apps. <laughs> like, what? They're sex apps. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're sex apps. Didn't it seem like something that, that they would just accuse people of? <laughs> You sound like Sam Elliott talking about the power of the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this old man yells at Cloud about a thing because it's not like I want it to be, which I guess is basically what I'm doing. Texas <laughs> yeah. Chainsaw. Is, is just, yeah, you're yeah, like. You're wasn't what I want. Just holding a mirror up to you. Well, okay, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> And I knew where the chainsaw all along. <laughs> That's where I was going. The real chainsaw. <laughs> the real chainsaw was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. I just couldn't get into it, guys. And it just felt so, like, between, like I said, between that and Scream and Ghostbusters Afterlife, I was like, why can't they just pick a lane with some of these movies? I see so. what you're saying. I don't want to see more requels. Uh, uh, like, I, I hate that term. I hate yeah, it so you- much. I get, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, but I understand, like, you're taking the existing franchise and passing the torch. So there's got to be a conversation it. in Scream is what made me not even like that movie. <laughs> Do I? I think that conversation in Scream is what made me, like, push it down a few notches, like, on how much I liked it. Why? Because I hated that conversation. Why? I think I hate was... the word requel also. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty dumb. Dude, I But also, Scream. I heard... I've heard Rink will be applied to the new Candyman, and it... No. Candyman is just a sequel to Candyman. It's not a reboot, no. so I don't know why everybody kept calling it, like, the new, like, the remake of Candyman, the Candyman requel. It's a, it's a straight-up sequel. Am I wrong? Did yeah. I watch a different movie? What? Oh, no, it's it's a sequel. I could Flat see... Flat-out sequel. I mean, it is, but I can... I don't know. This is where I'm going to disagree. <laughs> the whole conversation. Yeah, we had a conversation about this when we reviewed Candyman. Uh, no, I know. I, I listened. Yeah, no, like I, <laughs> I, I think it was an attempt to to start a franchise. So, like from that, I look at it as a reboot. But the story was canon with the original. I didn't. Uh, so, attempt, so it is a, like it's both. But no, it can't be both, Craig. It's a requel, bro. Uh-huh. It is a requel. <laughs> it really is. And what's funny is like if you think about it that way, it's like the textbook definition of it, I right? Hated it. I hate <laughs> They even named it the same as the original. It wasn't Candyman. How is that Man not for... just a revival? What? How is that not what it like how is it not oh, just a shit. revival? I don't know, Brian. You, you know what I mean? Like instead of a requel? Revival? What does that word mean? I only know the word requel. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh yeah yeah well <laughs> yeah uh wait what did you give it me two and a yeah. half oh yeah that's right you gave it two and a half yeah. middle of the road like i don't know i i wish i liked it more because there's like a horror drought of bigger titles. There's a lot of like small titles coming out right now. But, like bigger titles, there's not a whole lot. Yeah, like uh X comes out this weekend. I'm pretty stoked for that. I've heard good things. God, I love Ty West movies. Like Do you? Yes. I I think I don't I think I've only liked House of the Devil. I did not like The Innkeepers. Really? Uh, no. It's not as good as House of the Devil by a long shot. Snooze Fest USA. But but I I like it a lot. Uh, I've seen it probably five times. I've seen House of the Devil probably fifteen times though. I've seen it like a Good. lot. Uh, <laughs> remember that time uh, we went to a horror con with our friend Peach, um, and House of the Devil came on, and he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna y'all go downstairs. I'm gonna watch this," and then we come back and he's watching. Country Bears, you know that yeah. show, Country Bears, and he's like, it came on after House of the Devil, and so like, like so what that's channel? like four hours of time. We're like, all right, yeah, we'll come back and get you. So we come back, and the House of the Devil starting again, and he's like, they're playing it again, man. I don't know, like he just skipped the entire day watching House of the Devil twice and Country Bears. <laughs> it's like you just wasted your money to go to a con that you've never like didn't even step inside. 
Did you guys see a VHS 94? No. I haven't watched that one yet. Pretty good. Jeez. You'll think not good because I didn't like the other VHS movies, but it's kind of good. I liked one and two. Really? I, I was not a fan. I didn't. I didn't love either of them. Like that cult, yeah. that cult scene in in one, I think it was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. That, do you remember that one where the people just started like exploding and shit? Yeah, it was awesome. Right. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> I, of people exploding, have you guys seen uh, Ready or Not? Yes, love that movie. The end of that movie is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be right back. <laughs> with more exploding with a review of my best friend's exorcist or my best friend's exorcism by Grady (laughs) Hendrix alright we are back we're talking my best friend's exorcism by Grady Hendrix and Anthony is no longer on the call with us he is Uh, no longer with us yeah he had to drop. But that's cool. He didn't read the book. <laughs> so anyway, uh I don't have the synopsis pulled up. Are you just are you just trying to like kill time until you get the synopsis pulled up? Yeah. I mean, yes. Seamless. <laughs> but this is the first novel of Grady Hendrix's that I've read. Uh yeah. Mine as well. The only other thing is you know, we both have paperbacks from hell. Both big fans of that. Um, so, uh, why is there's so much scrolling? All right. The year is 1988. High school sophomores, Abby and Gretchen, have been best friends since fourth grade. Just like me and you, Brian. <laughs> but after an evening of skinny, di- skinny dipping. Oh, just like me and just you, Just like Brian. me and you. <laughs> <laughs> after an evening of skinny dipping goes dis- disastrously long, Gretchen begins to act different. She's moody, she's irritable, and bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby. Abby's investigation leads her to some startling discoveries, and by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? Alright, so that is the synopsis. And I will say... <laughs> I mean that that's a fairly accurate synopsis. It leaves out a lot of so. character development, but <laughs> you know how much character development you want in a, <laughs> in a synopsis. I mean, but um, growth by the end of the sentence. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Abby was the same person at the end of that paragraph that she was at the beginning of the same paragraph. Yeah, I really thought he could have done a lot more with that. <laughs> But yeah, I read this on a trip. So I kind of tricked you, Brian. I read this while I was on the plane. Uh, it was a trick. Huh? Well, I said, you know, we could read that. I never tipped the hat that I had already read. Oh, because so, you had already read it. Yeah, so it's been like a so month and a just, half since were, I've read this. So you just read it and then like... Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have to do something later. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, do you want to read the pressure pretty, sequel too? <laughs> like maybe <laughs> pretty sneaky. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. Read this on a plane. <laughs> like that matters. Okay. That's an in, incredibly important context. No, but I will say, all right. So this isn't a short book. It's 350 pages, something like that. But yeah, Super, like, had fantastic pacing. Like, yeah. Like, absolutely great pacing. And, I mean, I don't want to spoil this in any way. I think it's, what, three or four years old? Something like that. Uh, yeah, I think it's like, I thought it was 2017, mm, maybe. So, 16, 17, something like that. I'm okay. Well, I'll I, check while you're talking. I know that there's a movie uh, adaptation of it coming out. And mm. so, um, and I think this would be a great movie, but, uh, I will say that this has really, really 16, 16. All right. So almost six years old, 
man. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, this has really, really good character development. Like, yeah, they have these very believable characters. It starts off with, you know, they're like what eight years old. I think eight year old birthday party. Uh, one only one girl uh, shows up, and that's how they become friends. And you know, uh, they basically started from a place of like reluctant friendship to being just like inseparable. And then there, it's almost like a Heather's type <laughs> uh, relationship between all of them, where you know. Um, they were just like I forget what they called themselves, but they were like just hot shit in in the school, mm-hmm. like their group. So it was like a Heather's or Mean Girls type click, yeah. Until shit gets really, really wrong, and so you know. Well, I mean, you can kind of tell by the title and also that synopsis what happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I don't think we could. I don't think it's a spoiler really to say that like she may or may not be possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, um, so I mean, I think you say it like that, but what I really appreciated, and I think this is what you're kind of going towards, is like the first thirty percent of the book. That's before that even happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I think it's like twenty five, thirty percent is just straight up the life story of like these two best friends. Yeah, you know, and it's um, really entertaining. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? Even before anything horror happens at all. Yeah, I like, caught myself. I was enjoying it. Yeah, like, I caught already. myself almost bummed that it was going to take a dark turn. <laughs> I was like, no, not these characters. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, I think uh, the pacing's kind of like it. Uh, and also. Yeah. The fact that it opens with her seeing, like, it literally, like, page two, so this isn't a spoiler, but, like, it opens with her seeing that the exorcist died, and then that, like, yeah. flooded her mind with all the memories. Just kind of yeah. like how it, <laughs> you know, the friend dies, and then they all start, like, you know, remembering shit. Yeah. And yeah, that was a very, uh, you know, a very uh, accurate portrayal of what it looks like to remember something (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's um, what the face i make whenever i'm thinking (laughs) so um but you know i i just uh i don't know i it was it was really really just well executed and it was fun It, it was I, I think that there was a lot of like levity in this, uh, which is mm-hmm. something that can kind of suck for horror a lot of the time. You know, like I don't know about you. Yeah. I like uh, I like a lot of like darker horror fiction, um, and more levity in movies. <laughs> but uh, this just was so well done. It, it was almost like. Uh, what was it? Carnivorous lunar activities. Mm-hmm. That kind of tone. I think carnivorous lunar activities may have had a darker tone, but just in terms of like their friendship kept the story story going more than the plot. Yeah, but I feel like once, uh, once the actual like defining moment happens, like or once the you know like it takes that turn. I feel like a lot of the levity goes away. Oh, absolutely. Right? Um, But, you know, like... I don't know how to explain it. It's, in a way, it's, like, not really missed. (laughs) You know what I mean? There still are some parts that are, are funny or more, you know, light. But it's, like, I think you're just so hooked by that point. You know that like you're just engrossed in the story and you're you're kind of um, you know you just you just want to see where it goes next. If that you know it's like I don't know it's like a it's it's not really a bait and switch sort of thing, but the, it is kind of like 
I don't know what I'm trying to say, and I feel like I'm just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the story takes a turn, and yeah, but it does it so it does it seamlessly, and yeah. by the time it gets dark, you know, by the time the levity goes away. It's done little by little until you're like just left. Like, what? How do we even get here? Like boiling, you know, what is it? Boiling a frog one degree at a time. Some there's some sort of idiom about that. Uh, yeah, you like gradually turn up the heat, and they don't know that they're boiling. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's terrible, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I, I. Agree. I, I think that this. Uh, I think this actually, especially, appeals to people our age. Um, it's weird because I could see this being like a young adult horror book, because I feel like it kind of is, but it mm-hmm. would appeal really well to people that were our age and grew up in the eighties and early nineties, where you know how like every decade. There's still some spillover from the decade before. Yeah. <laughs> like the 80s ended yeah. in like 93, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, uh, but no, like the the power team, remember they would come to our school and they'd talk yeah. about Jesus? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't seem like it would fly these days. No. <laughs> and and there they were at this. And it makes more sense here because it's like prep school, not our public school. But uh, but Yeah. Oh yeah, we we were taxpayer funded getting <laughs> that power team. It was still cool. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, dude, like ripped phone books and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, but yeah, so they had like the power team. They had all. Uh, I mean, a lot more than just the power team. <laughs> there was a lot. there were so many so many chapters about the power team. <laughs> <laughs> It just it just kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, like I was thinking about it. It's like I don't know uh, how old Grady Hendrix is, right? Because um, I can't find it, but he sure does like write a very convincing, um, uh, like teenage girl in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was very specific to that point in time, you know, and it, it yeah. didn't come across like uh, like an imitation. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Like it wasn't just it, like totally and stuff. Oh, no, it was it was very like accurate things <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, saying singing the wrong lyrics to like, we got the beat and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, things that seemed very realistic. Yeah. Um, and, and also, like, too specific to be made up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, there, was, there was a lot to absolutely just love about this book. It took me by surprise because, you know, I, I, we were talking offline, and I feel like the things that have kind of put me off from reading a lot of Grady Hendrix's work has been, you know, the fact that all of the titles are kind of like, I don't know. Artsy. <laughs> no, it, no, that was, a, art- that's a nicer way of saying it. <laughs> no, like the titles were like, you know, uh, the trying to be like witty or unique, you know, a, mm-hmm. a Southern girl's sli- guide to slaying vampires or, you know, that kind of stuff, like final, final girl support group, like it, it was. They're very original, but they're also like very like, oh look at me, you know. And I feel like uh, my best friend's exorcism is also one of those titles that uh, it's not something. It's something that I've been curious about, but had I not gotten it on a book bub a while back, I probably wouldn't, you know, for like a buck or something, I wouldn't have eventually opened it. Um, but, I mean, I feel like you also have to, like, do something to kind of separate yourself. Oh, for sure. You know, from everything that's out there. Like, what would you have wanted this to be called? <laughs> I don't know. but I, I know. I mean, like, I feel like, if anything, this one has a pretty straightforward title. Yeah. Yeah. This one's a little less. Oh, look at me. 
No, but, but no, I, I, well, all I'm saying is I wish, you know, I, and I've said it multiple times before there's, you know, there's a lot of the time I have a chip on my shoulder about things that I shouldn't. And when I experience them, Mm -hmm. a lot of the time I really enjoy it. And this is no exception. I really, really enjoyed this book. Like, yeah, I, I was just looking at, you know, in the airport, looking at my Kindle at things that were already downloaded because I didn't have Wi-Fi and like, and so basically I had a bunch of books that I had like, ah, I could do this one, but really probably 10 books that to choose from. And so I was like, ah, I'll see if this is any good. And then it just hooked me immediately. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, it was one of those where you didn't really want to see it in, like the story end. Uh, so, you know, like we said, this this does get dark and it gets it doesn't get very like brutal except for like two scenes that I can think of. Yeah, there's a couple of uh pretty pretty aggressive scenes, <laughs> but but not like necessarily like violent, but just like the kind of things that you would maybe expect in a book about an exorcism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a a, a little bit grosser. There's a few kind of gross things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. But. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah. And I will say, uh, without spoiling it, the way this exorcism goes down is very unique, too. It's yeah. not exorcist. It's not uh, exorcism of Emily. What was it? Exorcism of Emily Rose. It's not Exorcist 2. <laughs> it's not. Exorcist, Exorcist 3. <laughs> and it's definitely not Dominion, a prequel to The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, it, it was very unique. Um, it, it starts down that normal path, and then where it goes kind of made me laugh. And I really like the the resolution of it all i think it, uh-huh. it that was a more satisfying resolution than had it just been like you know yeah broken front of the bill mhm yeah so i all in all I, I this is one of the strongest books i've read in a long time mm-hmm. um i now i will say i read this and uh, Deathless, the pressure sequel back to back, and I had the basically the same kind of view of both of them, and they were like it, it's a strong four and a half out of five. I really, really enjoyed it, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna say like I, a lot of times, you know, um, when especially whenever you suggest something I've never heard of. Um, I just don't look at anything about what it is. I don't read the synopsis or anything like that. And I mean, from the title, you can kind of tell what direction it's going to go. Um, but I was like instantly hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, I don't know what it was, but it just like, uh, I, I was very much engrossed in just these, you know, the, the, the relationship uh, of this friendship that these two kids had in the eighties. <laughs> and I was like, and then, you know, like you said, the, the actual, like, you know, uh, r- resolution of it was extremely satisfying because of it. And then, um, I will say that, uh, I don't know how spoiler this is going to be, but the, the very like last chapter was like super bittersweet. um, and it's just like everything was like just done so like effectively, um, and I don't know. I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. I also go four and a half out of five. Nice. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, this is this was super solid. Um, you know, it does have some passing resemblance to like it or even like Stand by Me or something like that, where it's just like this sort of coming of age, you know friendship thing um but then with the devil (laughs) (laughs) yeah or a demon whatever yeah 
yeah, I, I, I'm really, really happy I, 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 about checking it out. I want to check out more of Grady Hendrix stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, we will be back in a little while. Oh, I liked all the little, like, uh, little news clippings and, like, um, yearbook stuff that was thrown in there every once in a while, too. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. That's cool. Well, all right. We'll be back uh, in probably two or three weeks, something like that. <laughs> With some other movie and some other book. Yeah. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>